Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More and more. We're on from one to four. That's our live show now on KFI. If you miss any of it live, you can certainly pick it up on the podcast. And that is easy to get through the iHeartRadio app. Or the website, KFIAM640.com. In 15 minutes, we have another key word to reveal. It's the KFI Cash Refill Contest. That's your shot at $1,000. Stand by for that. We are now going to go to Alex Stone. Who's going to tell us uh, how it rained and flooded and Mm. things uh, collapsed. I heard today that... It rained last night. (laughs) What's that? I said, did you know it rained last night? Yeah, I heard yeah. it on my roof. <laughs> this was the most rain SoCal got in 15 years is what I heard It this was morning. a lot. About 6 o'clock, I tried to run into Vaughn's, and that was a dumb thing on my way home. And uh, it looked like, you know, you're that guy out there with the umbrella going backwards and everybody standing in the entrance to Vaughn's in Santa Clarita not wanting to run out in the rain because there was like a fire hose coming down. But what, what we got, uh, I mean, nothing compared to Santa Barbara and San Luis Obispo County and some other areas. And... I do have some good news that we just got from uh, the the sheriff in Santa Barbara County that uh, bad news 101 is still shut down, as is 154. Those are going to be shut down for a while as they're cleaning up and they got a lot lot, uh, that they've got to do. But when it comes to Montecito, when we were talking yesterday and they were evacuating and telling everybody to get out of Montecito, now that things have calmed down and Santa Barbara County is looking a lot better even than it was a couple hours ago, Um, Bill Brown uh, just announced this, the sheriff, uh, a moment ago. And I am pleased to be able to announce officially that effective immediately the lifting of the evacuation orders for the Montecito community 
the cave fire burn scar and the shelter in place order for the Alisol burn scar. So they're allowed to go back in. Uh, Santa Barbara County got 16 inches of rain in the past 48 hours. 16? Yeah, 16. 16? Yeah, 1-6 in uh, is their official number. And uh, I mean, just incredible amounts came down. And then roads, uh, we've seen it in other areas, but um, became rivers. They were washing cars down what became the the river that, that was the road. Um, and, and that's why 101 is shut down. 154 going to be for a while. The, the sheriff's saying they got a lot of work they've got to do. I-beams uh, have uh, uh, come out of the ground, and there's a significant amount of rock that's up there that is going to require uh, a contractor to come in with heavy equipment to remove it. And it's not over yet. You look at the radar. There's a, a series of storms marching from Southeast Asia to California and Northern California. They're going to get a break tonight, and then they're going to get slammed again tomorrow. 10 inches north of the Bay Area. We're going to see it in Southern California this weekend when we're back at it. Uh, in Ventura County, around Fillmore, they've got neighborhoods that were overtaken by floodwaters uh, and folks saying they can't believe that they didn't think in Fillmore that they would ever have floods coming up to their doorsteps. Mammoth got 52 inches of snow out of this storm. 52 inches wow. of Main Lodge. They've got 310 inches that they've uh, gotten. Right. The Let me tell you this. Yeah. You are banned for the next year. No drought reports. <laughs> you just, if I, I ever do one, you just say shut up. It's still not enough, John. I, I don't care who's saying what. There are no drought reports. For- I know. Um, the, the village in uh, Mammoth is completely buried right now, you know, where they've got the uh, Gomez's, the Mexican restaurant there, and uh, a brewery and distillery, and that's all buried. Um, the, the one area where still a lot of efforts are underway Yesterday in San Luis Obispo County, there were waters uh, that, that were raging there in a non-evacuation area. Mom went over a road that was being overtaken by floodwaters. She had her five-year-old son in her pickup truck. Uh, they were overtaken. They, the, the, the water uh, made They couldn't move. Bystanders got the mom out. The boy, they couldn't get to him. He got carried away by the waters. Search teams, uh, they moved in. Too dangerous. They had to call that off yesterday. They're back at it right now in San Luis Obispo County. Their search and rescue team and firefighters. The only thing they have found of the boy is one of his shoes. Kyle Doan is his name, and his parents said they're holding out hope that he's alive. They put out pictures of him today of better times, smiling at the camera. His uh, school district putting out a, a statement that um, that they're being careful of what they say because the family is on the belief that that he could still be alive somewhere. Uh, search and rescue teams, though, they, they believe he likely went into the river and then was washed away from there. So they, they've got a big effort going on in San Luis Obispo County to find five-year-old Kyle Doan. But uh, the, the family says that she didn't know it was that deep. They drove into it, and then they were overtaken. All right, Alex, thank you very much for that report. We appreciate it. You got it. Thanks, guys. Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI, with the up and down the state of California picture from the heavy rains Yesterday, John, you might recall, we did an El Segundo Times special, which brought together climate change, flooding, Mm. and the homeless. Yes. And where were those people? They were on an island up off the Sacramento River in the Sacramento area. Yes, two idiot L.A. Times columnists. uh, uh, One of them climbed on a styrofoam raft with a homeless person to get a ride to the island. Well, they were in the wrong place. Here's the story from Fox 11 reporter Travis Rice. We take you to the Ventura River, where apparently homeless people on their own little island had to be rescued. Let's listen. 
When it rains in Ventura County, at least in this part of it, all the water comes to the Ventura River. And unfortunately, when that does, sometimes there are an extreme amounts of water like this, as you're seeing here. Now, I was talking to a firefighter earlier. He tells me earlier today you could walk across the Ventura River. There was three separate creeks as of this afternoon. Of course, as you're seeing right now, 10 to 12 feet of water. It is right up to the bridge. The bridge is 14 feet tall. So we're told that they are closing the bridge for the time being. Uh, as for earlier today, 18 swift water rescues in the Ventura River section near uh, the 101. Seven people were rescued by chopper. Another seven people had to be pulled out with a ladder. Uh, and then another four were escorted uh, by firefighters. Uh, only one person was treated for severe injuries. It's our understanding now that we're obviously under a flash flood warning here in Ventura. We're told that the other side of the Ventura River here, there's a farm. Most of that uh, is apparently flooded. There's also another RV park where they're uh, experiencing flooding as well. We're going to try to make our way over there for later. Uh, but again, it's never a good sign when you see uh, the Ventura County Rescue Chopper straddling or strafing the river here with the lights on searching for people because I talked to the fire captain a few moments ago. He says that they've the, the 18 was the figure that they tossed out, but it might be more than that just because they've uh, they've been so busy this afternoon rescuing people. All right. That's from Fox 11. Uh, so it doesn't actually say in the story and he didn't say either that they were homeless people, but what were they doing trapped on an island and got swept oh, yeah, away in the Ventura homeless. River? Of course they're homeless people. I know, but he doesn't say that. The story yeah, I'm well, reading doesn't see, say that. See, that's, People could have been just out for a walk. No, but that's on purpose. That's what they're doing now. They're no longer identifying them as homeless. They're just like everybody else. There's because this is their residence. That's there, right. That, it's just like what you said about what Mike Bonin's office said. How would you like it if people told right. you to move out of your house? So it's just 18 people. Uh, and and they were chased from their homes. They had to be rescued because of the their water. Their homes could be tents right. or RVs, right? Right. right. On but, an island in a river, right? And and so the 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 wokeheads. What channel was that? Fox Eleven. All right. Well, there's some there's some wokehead there, who who will not acknowledge that these were homeless people. I don't know why. That's probably that. This is why you should not be homeless. This is why you should get up in the morning and and get a job and earn money. And then you don't have to be rescued off uh, an island in the middle of a river during a rainstorm. This is Darwinism here. Yeah, I'm starting to look at the story here. And sure enough, I think I see the tarps. Yeah, here's Travis Rice with the, uh, the actual video of the story. And I think I saw like a tent or a tarp involved in part of the effort to... Uh... lives on an island in the middle oh, yeah. of a river. Oh, yeah, you should see this video. It's just this raging water down the Ventura River. And I guess there was this little portion of of land in the middle that mm -hmm. uh, people decided to uh set up tents and you know that you talk about an isolated place right oh yeah here we go yeah there's the picture of the somebody's uh, tent they're yeah, they're helping them up that's right their the rescue guys are there you know that's their home yes <laughs> then why are we building them their, another their home? home gets flooded just like anybody okay. like off of the mississippi river the, would the, their why are actual we house if or, that's their home and we have to respect it why do we have to build them another one that's right. That's right. That's what we said about the people who got yeah. flooded out of the Mississippi River. Then don't build your house there. By the way, are Harry... Then don't pitch your tent there. Are Harry and Meghan okay? Oh, I don't know. How about you Oprah? Know, you mean up in Montecito? Well, yeah. we heard that Montecito, it's not too bad, so I guess so. Yeah. Oprah okay? And Oprah and Ellen. I mean, Oprah coming down in a mudslide, that... Uh, it could be dangerous. You'd want to get out of the way. And Ellen, is she Okay. I think so. As I said, she made that video. She didn't look okay the frantic, the rushing water behind her. 
<laughs> floodwaters. You, you, you kind of got a sense of what was going on behind the scenes of that show. Uh, a few I think years she ago. manages to find higher ground, right? <laughs> All right, so we got more coming up next. Will be the keyword. Oh. That's right. It's the word you need to possibly win some you know cash. I think I'm going to enter the social media world. Next rainstorm, I'm going to run into my backyard and start screaming on video and then mm. post it and telling people it's raining. You should have done a whole thing with that tree. Oh, I know. It fell in your backyard. You I, could have made quite a story out of that. I know. You could have reenacted it. And, mm -hmm. of course, that part where you said it, it, could, it fell just before I got there or whatever you said. It, that well, it, well, well, part of a second one fell after I got there and I after, had to run. Right. I had to run and escape. Think of the likes you'll get. The sympathy. I know. I just don't. I don't, just don't think that way. Something wrong with me. All uh, right. Chance for money coming up. John and Ken KFI AM six forty live everywhere. The iHeart Radio app. Oh, we have another story involving the uh, accused Idaho college student murderer Brian Koberger. It's a New York Post exclusive. A woman who says she went on a Tinder date with him seven years ago. Well, that's somebody you want to remember, isn't what? it? <laughs> you know, I, it, this is. My, my first and last argument about dating apps. Brian yeah. Koberger could show up at your house. That's all. That's the end of uh, the app, I think, for, for most women. Should be. She matched with them. So. What does that say? Asked her to go out to the movies. And um, she was a psychology student at Penn State at the time. He was also studying psychology at another school, so I guess oh. that was a bonding point well, what for a, them. What a brilliant uh, computer algorithm, huh? Uh, we, both... we talked for a couple of hours, then he said he wanted to go to the movies, so we went. And uh, we only went out once, because when we came back to my dorm, um, it seemed like uh, well, I wanted to just get away, but he was insistent, and he invited himself inside, and then he got handsy. Apparently. Well, let's see. We'll stop at the door there. At the door, he Yeah, he you got to be firm. Oh, You're not coming in here. Yeah, when he says, oh, I, I want to come in, it's like, no. And then you slam the door and you call the police. That's what you do. Because the guy's a serial killer. She referred to him as a stage five clinger. Because I thought he just wanted to spend more time with somebody. But then he kept trying to touch me. No. Not like inappropriately, but he tried to tickle me. Ew. And rub my shoulders and stuff. And I kept saying, why are you touching me? And he got super serious and denied touching her. And she wouldn't throw him out of the house. No. He's like, I'm not. And I'm like, yeah, you are, though. And he's like, I'm not touching you. Kind of trying to gaslight me into thinking he didn't touch me, which is weird. She excused herself to go use the shared dorm bathroom. He followed her there. He didn't go in with me, but he kind of stood outside the door. Ew. So Not, he's a stalker, as you can see. 911. You call 911 and you tell him, I'm calling 911. Get out of here. So she pretended to throw up. It wasn't because I was scared of him or thought he would hurt me. It was just that he wouldn't leave. Yeah. And I'm socially awkward and I didn't know how to ask him to leave. What, what, what do you mean, I'm socially awkward? It, what, well, you know what? Is this somebody who grew up online? And spent all her relationships were uh, texts and social yeah. media. Maybe, maybe, yeah. See? Yeah, you, we've read stories on that, right? That increasingly they're finding that the generation of uh, men and women that grew up entirely online have no skills. So now you're, uh, you know, 20 years old and you're at college and I'm socially awkward because you haven't 
you, you haven't interacted with human beings for the last 10 years. So and, he messaged her on Tinder to say that he was leaving. And then apparently he sent her a text saying, you have good birthing hips. Mm. Wow. She said she never talked to him again. Is that the creepiest thing? You have good, good birthing, birthing hips. hips. Yeah. I, well, he was really noticing your form, wasn't he? Plus, he may have touched her there. But he said, actually, he was not even the creepiest or scariest Tinder date I've ever had. What, what, then why would you be on it? She's had other creepy, scary guys. I'm and sure now, people find the love of their life, don't she, they? She hit the jackpot with the mass killer. Hey, not you know what? I've had so many creepy guys, so many scary guys. Now I want a real mass killer. I want Brian Koberger. That's what I want. I want him admiring my birthing hips. What the hell's uh, wrong with people? We also found out that the FBI surveillance team was watching Kohlberger for days before his arrest, and they saw him take out the trash at his parents' house wearing surgical gloves at 4 a.m., but he dumped it in a neighbor's bin. See, he was thinking that maybe yeah. somebody might be interested in you his DNA, he, but uh, they saw him do that, so they fished you know, it out. You know what was stupid? And, and for, he did a lot of stupid things, and one of them, he didn't understand that he may have been throwing his garbage out, but his his dad was throwing his garbage in and the, the family DNA, bin. Right, and yeah. eventually yeah. the investigators got dad's garbage and made the DNA connection that way. Yeah, they found DNA on the knife sheath at the murder scene, he's, and they compared it to his father's DNA. It was a 99.9998% match. Yeah. What a bozo. By the way, I just, this, this silly woman who didn't have the uh, guts to tell Brian Koberger to get out of the apartment, she actually put this whole story on TikTok. Do you know how many... a dorm room, by yeah. the way, so there would have been other people, I guess. Do you know how many weirdos she's going to attract now? <laughs> Telling her uh, her uh, Koberger story online? No. Wow, this is a weird species of people. And people are still wondering about Dylan Mortensen. Dylan Mortensen was one of the other roommates who was unharmed, but apparently came face-to-face -face with Koberger in the hallway... And then was part of the two roommates and their friends who didn't call cops for six hours. Was she another one who's socially awkward? So they're thinking because she's young, she probably just froze. She didn't really have an idea what to do. For didn't eight know hours? that this was murder. You, you freeze for eight hours? I, when you I were know. 20, if you saw a, 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 a creepy guy pass you in well, the wait, hallway wait, wait, at 4 a.m.? That guy had just murdered people. He she must have thought it was he, somebody's he date, and he was leaving after sex. He must have had blood all over him. Yeah, you would think so, but it's so dark. Maybe she couldn't see clearly anything like that. How stupid can you be? Well, they're I, blaming well, it on the fact that she's only like 20 years old. Boy. Just not mature enough I, to figure uh, out. I think, I think we, we were a lot smarter at 20, right? <laughs> okay. What, I mean, that, that's not an excuse. 20 is not that young. All right, we got more coming up. It's I mean, John and Ken. Maybe if you're six. It's ridiculous. Uh, briefly, from the world of politics, the woke load is what I call her. Congresswoman Katie Porter has already announced she wants Feinstein's Senate seat. Feinstein, last we heard, not in good shape. 89 years old, and reports are not really aware of everything that's going on around her. Uh, uh, her current term ends in early 2025. She has not officially said she's not running, but that doesn't bother this load from Orange County, Katie Porter, who barely won re-election to Congress in November. 
And, of course, at the time said, A rising star known for her deep probing questions and the use of a whiteboard to distill complex concepts. <laughs> it's just another woke load. Yeah. That's all she is. And, uh, and she was accused a few weeks ago, there was a story in the New York Post, yeah. of uh, retaliating against one of her staffers. Oh, who gave her COVID? Who gave her COVID. And I then, saw that and story. And yeah. then she fired the woman. <laughs> That's Is that the true story or is that... Uh, I don't know. Someone says the woman's not fired. She's like on leave or something. I don't know. I... Um, the uh, Apparently, you're, the, the, you were supposed to take a COVID test as soon as you felt even slightly unwell. And uh, she didn't and gave Katie Porter the COVID. The COVID. The COVID. The last time we talked about her, too, she's still living in a house at the University of uh, UC Irvine, right? That she got because she was a professor there. She's a lawyer, actually, this woman. But she was still living in the house, even though, you know, because that, that's paid for by UC Irvine. And that's part of the UC system. But she's not a professor there anymore. She's a congresswoman. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. That's another mark against this load. Well, which... <laughs> Right, she's running around. She racket. just looks like a load to me with her big fat face and weird hair. Oh, yeah. I know. And, and, and she's like super ultra progressive and really cool. So everybody's on board with her. Uh, but she's obviously very mean to her staff. You know what's uh, weird, though? Looking at her picture in the El Segundo Times this afternoon, and she's got like the necklace on, she looks like a young Feinstein. Uh -huh, yeah. The same kind of old fashioned hairdo. Yeah. Remember Feinstein with the pearls? Right. We always enjoyed that. Throwback. Yeah, but I think this woman is more far out there than Feinstein ever was. Oh, she is. She is, which is why she'll get elected. Yeah, it's the way it goes. I like that, though. Didn't even push her corpse. Just pushed her corpse out of the way, Feinstein. Oh, I hope to speak with her, she says. I've been trying to reach out to her. Hey, those Senate seats don't open up very often. I mean, the last two senators lasted, uh, you know, since 92 in their jobs. That's true. Yeah, those are so good 30, 40-year jobs. You got you to gotta, you gotta jump. Now we have this woke story that we talked about last week, or maybe it was the week before, at a Stanford University where they have, we're not kidding you, this is what it's called, the Elimination of Harmful Language Initiative. Oh, a yes. A partnership with people of color in technology and the Stanford CIO Council. They issued recently a language guide. It was on their website, and the response was unbelievable because... Among the words they wanted you to discourage you from using was American. <laughs> that was using the word American is some act of white supremacy. This is now offensive. <laughs> Hispanic and cakewalk were other words that should be strongly remember, discouraged. Remember we went through the list and it was all kinds of ordinary words that they either found some ancient uh, uh, offense. Yes. That, that it may have committed or, or something they just made up. A lot of the stuff was made up. They were trying to eliminate racist terminology and technology, but then they broadened it to harmful language. Got it. And it was a 13-page guide. You know, Discouraging I, the use of what they described as ableist. I like that one. That's a newer one, ableist. This, Ageist, colonialist, and culturally appropriative language. I'm so, aren't, you, aren't you sick of this? This isn't another one. I just, my only response is a really loud F you. I, I don't want to hear their reasoning. It's, Among it's, the words discouraged was homeless person. Yeah. Of okay. course. Right. That's sure. supposed to be unhoused. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and and the only reason this stuff gets any traction at all is because the stupid woke fools in uh, the news media will perpetuate this and amplify it. 
There are no normal people who worry, even worry about this, let alone change their language. Nobody's interested in this except to laugh. You want to get a few laughs, bring a story like this up, and everybody gets a gets a good uh, a good joke out of it. I mean, what, what was the problem with American? Because it's because it's America, right? But yeah, because because they 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 hate because we're North Americans and we're not really Americans. There's oh other yeah, parts yeah, yeah. Of America. Yeah, because Central America, Central South America, America, South America. You know what's funny? Uh, America was named after Amerigo Vespucci, the Italian explorer. Okay. I I I noticed this when they insisted that you couldn't call Indians Indians anymore. You had to call them Native Americans. And it's like, well, why would you call them Native Americans when the word American comes from an Italian uh, invader? Yeah, do we know what they called themselves? I think they had a name for their own tribe. Tribes, I know, their own right, their own people. Right. Right. Like they uh, were not a unified mass. Like whatever right? I you know, in their whatever language, section of the country they lived in. Like the the, the Chumash tribe. Right. Uh, was was Chumash a trans an English translation of a, a of something else, or was that the actual sound that the natives made? I mean, who knows? So the update is it's been removed from the website because of all the blowback over the language guide. Uh, It was a multi-phase, multi-year project to address harmful language, particularly in information technology use. A a multi-year project. But it was supposed to be only at the university. It wasn't supposed to go national and international. Think about these people worked on this for several years. This is what they did with their college educations. This is what they did with their days. Do you know how many how many drafts, how many uh, debates oh, they meetings, probably had, right. meetings, and everybody's kicking around uh, whether, you know, the four... Everybody's masked up virtually talking to each other <laughs> about right. these harmful words? Uh, all, they're, they're sitting on Zoom What about meeting. the word brave? I don't think the word brave should be used. They're Let's put that on, on the list. On Zoom meetings, wearing their masks, sitting alone in the room. They're all virtue signaling each other with the masks. And then they're, they're, they've decided that every word in the English language is uh, inappropriate. Uh, So Stanford put out a statement that this was never the university's guide. It was not our policy. It does not represent our mandates or requirements. How many many donors do you think called up and and said, said, you're embarrassing us? You've made Stanford into a laughing stock. Could you just resign now? All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. This is just my quick reminder to you to get that Mega Millions lottery ticket. It's mm-hmm. $1.1 billion on the line tonight. I'm right on it. Yeah, if you you have to be in it to win it. Keep oh, that in mind. That's a good Turn one. around, don't drown. <laughs> that too. Good advice this that, week. That's two catchy phrases you made up this week. Well, I didn't exactly make them up, but. Oh, I'd never heard them before. Oh, good. Then you're my audience. So I look like a genius. Um, yeah. So that scam known as the lottery, the way they rigged it right. so that these jackpots grow to a billion dollars. We just had this happen. <laughs> Attention, Powerball, poor people. Not too long ago. Attention, right? poor people. Turn your money over to the government immediately. Buy oh. a lottery ticket. Attention, poor people. You turn on the news tonight, they'll be there at Bluebird Liquor, as usual. I know. I know. The place where people go to blow their hey. money on lottery tickets. Uh, oh, well, now from another completely different end of this, uh, we're now learning just how much uh, certain well-known, uh, well, sports celebrities have lost with the collapse of uh, FTX. We haven't talked about FTX in a while. 
FTX is the uh, cryptocurrency uh, exchange company that's in bankruptcy. Uh, apparently, a year ago, it was uh, worth uh, $32 billion, the company. Mm -hmm. Sam Bankman-Fried was one of the world's richest people. He's now facing trial on fraud charges coming up in October. And around this time last year, FTX trading raised $400 million. And I remember what was around this time last year. The Super Bowl. There was a lot of ads. Remember all those crypto ads that came up in the Super Bowl? And oh, yeah. With all the celebrities, uh, Larry David. And, and uh, Tom Brady and Giselle, Giselle Bunchen. Giselle, Giselle Bunchen. Uh, well, here's what we now know. Uh, Tom Brady, who, of course, was a big FTX booster, owns more than 1.1 million common shares mm. of, F of FTX. Worth zero. Probably so. Mm. His ex-wife, Giselle, more than 680,000 shares. I think they did an ad together. I think we played it on the air. Yeah, one, one million times zero is zero. So the marriage ended, and now the big FTX investments mm. are blowing up. Yeah, but he's in the playoffs, and that's all he cares about. Yeah, that won't last long. Uh, KPC Venture Capital, an entity linked to the Kraft Group, because the Patriots owner, Robert Kraft, also had some holdings. More than 110,000 Series B preferred shares in FTX trading. The Did firm also of... owns 479,000 Class A common shares and 43,000 Series A preferred shares in another unit. Now, the, all these people have plenty of money, so it doesn't really matter. But did any of them ask this uh, Sam Bankman-Fried character, exactly what is this? Like, you created uh, a coin out of thin air. You created yes. a coin out of nothing. And now I have a million shares in this company that buys and sells coins that you just said, oh, they exist now. Well, they're digital because that's the future, John. Everything but, will but, be digital. But it's, it's not backed by anything, right? You'll it's, be digital. <laughs> uh, but I just, is I, that kind of how it works, that people actually turned over real cash monies to FTX? Mm-hmm which would hold it as an exchange for their crypto investment is that what this was Something well you like could that? you could you could use it to buy and sell all kinds of crypto coins you you could give them money and they'll buy I the crypto you had to solve math problems to get crypto <laughs> that's to mine crypto oh to mine it but okay. once the crypto exists yeah to mine crypto once it exists <laughs> all it uses a lot of electricity to mine crypto right yeah, I like that one too. Wait, they solve math problems by using There's a power outage due and, to crypto mining. But using a country's worth of of electricity, and then <laughs> they have this imaginary Bitcoin, and then they can sell it to somebody. And it's just what electrons in a computer. It's like, look, I now have a Bitcoin. How much did you pay for it? Oh, I paid sixty thousand dollars. Oh, good work. Can I see it? No, you can't see it. Well, where is it? Uh, it's somewhere out there. I mean. I mean of all the insane things that have been going on the last few years, that's one of the insanest. Uh, yeah, it says here uh, a billionaire by the name of Paul Tudor Jones held some big uh, interest in the company. Yeah. Uh, the Ontario Teachers Pension Plan. Yeah. Is that Ontario, Canada or Ontario, California? Yeah, no, California? Ontario, Canada. Oh, that was not a good decision <laughs> to put the hey, teachers' pension money in can, crypto. Can exchange. I invest millions of our, our, our teachers' pensions in uh, your imaginary coin your your fake money can i yeah sure go ahead give me 
Stockholders of bankrupt companies rarely recover any of their money because U.S. Well, law requires creditors be repaid in order of priority. Because the Stockholders thing, are last in line. Because the thing they bought never existed. That was, yeah, that was, but it sounded good and it sounded hip and futuristic. Don't you I know, believe that? But it didn't actually exist. But, and then they were buying and selling it to each other to drive up the price. Don't they say that about all the greatest inventions? It seems like this will never work. No. Sometimes but, yeah. you're right. But you're talking about something that's real. Yeah, yeah. right. The guy, well, you know, Edison something invented a light bulb. And... At least, you know, the light bulb went on. You could see that. What about that. NFTs? They've taken off and they're not anything no, real, are they? No, they're 99% down. Oh, they are? Yeah. No, that was, the NFT that, was, world. that was another failure. <laughs> you follow this stuff closely, don't you? Yeah, I do. I was fascinated by by just the fakery of it all. <laughs> you know. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> looks like they emptied the prison. Uh, Conway and Mark Thompson That's just walked great. in. <laughs> <laughs> they emptied the prison. It does look like it. Huh? Not far from feel, it. Right? Uh, well, tonight uh, we're going uh, three hours just talking about the rain. Oh, that's going to be fascinating. That's very exciting. Mm. Curious, it's over, too. Well, it's over for a few days. At least you have right. a professional. Oh, here we go. The next big storm. Oh, oh my God. Can, you know, can, can uh, you when it comes to. Ruining our show. I told you what, uh, when I used to do the Weather Channel 11, this is a typical exchange with the producer. I go, uh, you know, what do you need from me tonight? How much time? And he goes, I need about uh, a minute or so off the top. Let's get out there. Scare the hell out of them. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll take and come on and you say didn't... you're going to drown. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Would Would you dance if the rain was heavy? No, no, no. When the weather got bad or Santa Ana's, I would not dance. And then we would get emails going, "I only tune in to see the guy dancing." Right, but, but was there a discussion to see? <laughs> this if is the... a hell of a career you had. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> was, was there a discussion in in uh, in the uh, studio to saying like we're close to not dancing? Tonight? Oh no, there ought to be like some sort of board of review right on the dancing <laughs> no right. there was not it was all right uh mudslides are all, yeah. all over the place and um we'll have the latest on that sinkholes don't forget those yeah the stage nasty uh, do you, do you guys know if oprah's okay because I, I was up all I night montecito okay. that's right she yeah. had to evacuate you know, I, uh, Ellen put out a video yesterday. Yeah, it looked on, like a crazy person. On Montecito. Yeah. <laughs> and I was shocked that she didn't know the number of people that died. I mean, if, if 23 people died on your street, your neighborhood, you would know that number I, I forever. I probably would remember that number. Forever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. the one from five years ago. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And can the same way. If you know, if you had 23 people in your neighborhood die, you would know that number forever. Mm. Look, I'm, I live in Burbank. I live nowhere near Montecito, and I know that number. <laughs> Look at that. You know, <laughs> so I think it's odd. That's just You're true. on top of things. Uh, and then uh, Prince Harry's Spare jumps to number one on the bestseller list. Yeah, of How about that? Did. Yeah. There you go. Isn't that wild? It's end of days. And what time is what time is Jay Leno coming on? Uh, Jay's on at five thirty. <laughs> um, but can you imagine? Mark, you got bumped last Tuesday for Jay Leno. Oh, right. Wow. But can you imagine going to Barnes and Nobles? Does that still exist? Barnes and Noble? Uh, yeah, I think it, it does. does actually. Yes. Yeah. With yes. that book under your arm, going to the register. <laughs> the Harry Potter oh, wow. guy. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, apparently, a lot of people <laughs> okay. are. Okay, that's that's great. Stand outside of Barnes and Noble. Count how many men are walking out with that book. It's zero. Zero. And then the Golden Globes. Uh, no, postponed who cares? to rain. Postponed. No, not happening? no, no. Yeah, no. It's it, indoors, isn't it? I don't know. Uh, it's uh, it's it, it, nobody cares. <laughs> he's just uh, he's just. <laughs> You yeah, can't tune into this show for information. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> NBC Some things signed, never change. NBC signed a one-year deal. They don't sign a one-year deal with anybody. 
A one-year deal. But they want to see the, how it goes. Yeah. You know? Oh, I, yeah. yeah. Well, they weren't diverse enough. Look. Isn't that the problem? With That's, the right. That's right. That's right. Do you now, see the writers' room though? It's like in, it's like a photo of diversity. Oh, now, oh they changed. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it'll be very funny. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's usually the loosest, right? Because they're serving drinks and people are a little bit looser. But I don't know. We'll see. But will um, who was it that gave those awards back? Uh, Tom Cruise. He gave all his Golden Globes back. <laughs> he gave them yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> Now, how about wow. how about that? Do you have your assistant do that, or do you march into the office yourself with them? <laughs> that, Throw it at them. Wow, that's in the virtue signaling hall of fame. Yeah, yeah. it is pretty good. Uh, right. Ding dong. <laughs> Conway, Tom, is, all right. Finish the higher ground. Michael Crozier is <laughs> the out of here. Turn around, don't drown. <laughs> right. And it's KFI, KSDH2, Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.